Welcome back, y'all, to episode 144 of the Zachary Wingate Podcast, where we go 365 days bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short-form podcast by informing as entertaining. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. Okay, we got a very interesting show for you today. Looks like Kanye West has disappeared, has not been seen since December 18th. We have um, a potential artist he worked with. His family filed a missing persons charge. We have the Greta Thornburg, Thornburg um, climate activist getting Andrew Tate arrested in Romania. We got a whole lot of social media weird stuff to talk about today, so let's get into it. I swear, it's like sometimes, it's like we live in an environment where things move really quickly with the influence of TikTok, social media. Once you're on, you're on, and your your image, your information, everything is known. Like, for example, Kanye West is missing, okay? People have not been able to find him. They think it's a result of some type of case with his former manager um, where there's a potential allegation where he's being sued for $4.5 million. Um, He didn't show up to the court, and as a result of it, they think that he's trying to elude police and elude the court for a matter of time in order to evade it. But it's very strange. The last time paparazzi had taken any pictures with him was in actually November 18th. And looking at the Kardashians' photos with the family, Kanye West is not in it. So tracking that right now, not really sure where it's going, but how strange that Kanye West just disappeared because when we really think about it, his image has been relentless in the media over the last six months where we're seeing him everywhere traveling, tracking his plane, going on podcasts, being walking off podcasts, then going on to a show making fun of um, Netanyahu, pretending he has a net and a Yahoo, like milk drink, and he's pretending like it's him. So this whole situation is really strange, and it's kind of like, is it coming to a head? Are we at a point where this whole whatever melee of Kanye West unraveling as a result of saying anti-Semitic stuff has kind of come to a this point where now he's disappeared? Is, Is he transitioned? You know, I have some theories about it, and one of them is, He's potentially in a bipolar swing, and at some point, maybe he just clocked himself into a medical facility just to kind of get a peace of mind, because you have this whole conversation about how he didn't want to take his bipolar meds, but if you look at kind of where he is in his swing, I mean, like, you know, whenever you're bipolar, you go back and forth, and whenever you're high, you're really high, whenever you're low, you're really low, and chemically, it seems like there could be something like that influencing him. You know, from a conspiracy standpoint, it's like maybe they took him out. Maybe he's being held somewhere. Um, And the story with the fellow promoter rapper disappearing as well, that they were collaborating, is really interesting, too. Um, When you check Kanye's social media, you're not really seeing anything. Um, You're not really identifying what's going on. So it's really weird that Kanye West is missing at this point, just because, too, him being so Christian and it being Christmas with the birth of Christ, you thought there'd be a little bit more. Okay.
Okay, so this Andrew Tate story is getting really, really interesting just for the simple fact that there's been so much stuff about him on social media. If you don't know Andrew Tate, you know, he's a four-time champion boxer. He's British social media influencer, 36 years old, pretty much on the fringes of what I deem as kind of like this movement of, it seems like what I've seen about the guy is a lot of crazy thoughts about women, very sexist in his thinking, and kind of just these like very masculine thoughts. I don't know if it's to drive views or what. Um, but when you see on social media, he's very, very successful. And, you know, there's a lot about him. I'm going to go ahead and play this. I'm a four-time kickboxing world champion. I came from absolutely nothing. I grew up in a single-parent household in social housing. I'm now a multi-millionaire, a decimillionaire. I'm retired for life at 30. My mother's retired for life. My brother's retired for life. Well, anyone I care about, I can just throw money at. I have a million dollars worth of cars. I live anywhere in the world I want. I do anything I like. So, yeah, I'm a little bit arrogant, but I'm arrogant because I've earned all of this, and I'm happy with who I am. And I'm happy to sit down and tell everyone that I'm the fucking So that's Andrew Tate kind of talking about himself, and that's kind of what he brings into a lot of his identity. Well, apparently, you know, this story is really interesting because I don't know how much of it's true, but I guess yesterday he was tweeting with Greta, and Greta was kind of having a conversation with him, and um, he tweeted to her, you know, how he has 33 cars. He doesn't really care about global warming, and which is pretty, like... It's very egotistical and it's kind of crazy that you you tweeted her and he asked her to post her email address and he'd send her a list of all of the cars, which I mean that's pretty I mean it's pretty an awkward thing to do, like sending that and doing that all on Twitter. I mean, could you imagine like that's what you're doing with the time? Like when I hear a message where a guy says you can do whatever you want, he's a multimillionaire and he's like doing all this stuff it's like why does he care about what's going on with this situation with Greta it's like why are you tweeting her well it's kind of like that arrogance is what caught up to him because whenever he was tweeting at Greta um you know people were trying to find him because it's rumored to believe that he was doing actually sex trafficking with his brother and they were in caught in some type of allegation and as he was posting to Greta he posted a picture of him also on Twitter in a robe smoking a cigar and looking at his Twitter post they noticed that there was a pizza chain a pizza a pizza chain restaurant so he had a pizza box on his table and that table in that pizza box was um, a Romanian pizza chain so they looked at the Twitter they looked at Greta's conversation and it tipped, pl- tipped police officers off to identify okay we we have Andrew Tate in Romania and they were able to kind of come in and they brought him in and they arrested him. Now, I'm hearing and reading a lot of different things about it with the sex traffic allegations. Some people are saying that it's a result of big tech coming in and wanting him to be arrested because they're just trying to get him off the tech platform. And a lot of the big tech was actually putting pressure on Romania as a result of him, um, I guess, having a conversation with a woman and it potentially got blown up by a YouTuber and it kind of blew up in this whole situation of indicating sex trafficking. So it's like, it's a really interesting story for me because we're just getting into this place of how the social media is just becoming so much more embedded into our day-to-day lives. And when I say that, I mean, if we look at the last 10 years, we kind of look, okay, Facebook had impact, you know, but what's happening now with something like TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube all coming together with the influence of it, 
it's like we're looking at the potential ability for these algorithms to really influence people's ideas, thoughts, and perceptions. It's like if I look at an Andrew Tate search on TikTok and you look through different things hearing him talk, you look at through different media outlets, he has so many interviews and he's just inundated the market with his image and his likeness. And that's where we are. It's like, you know, the Andrew Tate on social media or the Andrew Tate in reality is someone who's kind of influencing and has so much um, information behind him that people are saying, you know, potentially big tech could have put some pressure on him to get arrested. So more to follow on that. It's just like a really interesting story how, you know, we're kind of looking at a new era of media. Um, you know, when you think about like when you make a movie and you have a producer, you have a director, you have writing, you have all this information in, in media to put out in order to put a hit movie. Well, the majority of time within Hollywood, whenever they put out a movie, they're not sure what's going to do well or what's not. And it kind of puts people in a situation where they have to invest millions of dollars into it in order to see what happens. You know, but now we're kind of looking at, we're taking those same principles of entertainment, which at the end of the day, you know, as humans, we're always going to look for some type of entertainment. You know, it's like it's, it's put into our DNA. And we look at it through a TikTok social media lens, and now the entertainment is transitioning into personalities and people. And their and their personality and people are a likeness that is affecting extremes. Like if we look at Kanye West, you know, he had a moment for the last three months where he's been incredibly extreme and has generated this conversation. So we look for extremes. The same thing with Andrew Tate. You know, in the last three months, he's really blown up and there's a lot of more people talking about him. And you get into this situation where we're looking at like there's nobody like in the middle of the pack that like you're talking about on social media. You're not like, oh, you know, so-and-so is a wife and she makes TikToks about organizing her house. So so we're at a point now where like the extremeness of likeness can be too much. And if your message is too far, you do have these situations where big tech can censor you and they can kick you off the platforms if your message doesn't align with what they believe. You know, we've seen that obviously with what happened with Twitter and Elon Musk buying Twitter and we're looking at these Hunter Biden tweets and the information being released and it's a strong thing. I mean, we're at a point now where the media is really able to control the narrative based on different outlets. And there's no criteria for it. It's like if you make a movie, you have certain standards where you're going to put it with 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 um, the movie standards, PG-13, rated R, things like that. If I put a TikTok out there, uh, there's a group of people who potentially are regulating it or an algorithm or ai you know and it's like if we go into ai you know it's like we're looking at a different influence now with how like you know whenever you whenever i i was in grad school i studied the impact of um how ai is going to be interpreted and, and emulated into everyday society and the big thought is how do we take a robot or how do we take a software and we implement it and use it well if we look at tiktok right now tiktok is the biggest AI driver for day-to-day -day entertainment use. You know, it's not it's not annotating data, you know. We look at the rise of AI being able to paint pictures, create music, you know, you have you have a current filter where millions of people are using it for an AI where they try to take different pictures of themselves in order to get a rare picture and you know they might put a toilet paper roll in their face or something else and it's really driving it and it's like they're also taking pictures of their home and it's giving them kind of, a, they're looking for supernatural 
things. And like a one woman who was talking on her TikTok was talking about how um, she's always really scared of this woodshed because she thinks it's haunted or there's something about it that just gives it the spooks. We've all been there. We're like the hair, of, the hair on the back of our neck stands up and certain rooms are like eerie and we don't know why. Well, she took a picture of it and it had a person under the shed peering out looking at her. You know, and that's like AI, and it's doing it in multiple different ways where they believe that it could be poten potentially picking up some type of spirit or looking into a different dimension. And, you know, the point I'm trying to make, though, is like that's where we're at as an entertainment concept of, oh, take a picture of this room and determine if there's a spirit. You know, within the next few years, whenever we are looking at information and data, I honestly believe where AI is going to have the most power and influence is the narratives. If we look at what, it, what an algorithm can do, can you imagine when your data is being shared so much that all that information is being driven through an AI filter and it's influencing you and can dictate your likeness or where you are? It's like we look at Andrew Tate. He was determined and found by a picture with a pizza box. Okay. And they were, the authorities were looking through him and his Twitter gave him away. So what's it going to be like when there's ability to run all that stuff through an AI filter and it's just tracking you based on your information? Because we're slowly getting there. I mean, it's like we're slowly getting to a point where it's going to be a day-to-day -day thing. And, you know, it's like I talk about it before with the data that we have. And we look at the concept of predictive analysis and how it ties. You know, there's no telling what's going to happen. So it's really about understanding your likeness, your information, and being really mindful, practicing cyber mindsets with social media. You know, it's like... You know, you look at Andrew Tate, extremeness, you look at Kanye West, but there's going to be another one. There's going to be another Andrew Tate out there. And like these messages are going to be picked up because people lock on to them, you know, and it's like, at what point are these messages being projected to us? We're kind of falling for it and it's identifying it. So the case in point is just be really aware of how you absorb information in this day and age, because you can be, things can happen at a speed that we've never seen before of how information can be shared. Like, Information is being shared so quickly that it's hard to absorb it all, like this Andrew Tate story. So that's all I have for today. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll get back to you tomorrow.